Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me River, the Gaming Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Uh, this time, actually recording in the week that we appear to be. We tried to do a little radio yeah. trip last week. I was away I was away on holiday last week or on vacation for American listeners. And we did pre-record last week's episode. And um, it was going really well until mm-hmm. Dennis had an up-to-the-minute uh, update for us with, with uh, Hideo Kojima's new Metal Gear Solid game. Which, Dennis, mm-hmm. how's, that, what, how's Metal Gear Solid 6 looking? <laughs> oh, looking pretty good! Uh, it was a scam, Riley. They played me like a damn fiddle. Me and yeah. everybody else. I, every uh, Look, everybody was excited for the abandoned stuff. We, we, we knew the risks. We knew there was a strong chance this would happen. And lo and behold, here we are. Very interesting for those of you coming back to the show and listening to it one episode after the other, or indeed those maybe going back and having the second listen, the binge listen, uh, to compare last week's Dennis mm-hmm. <laughs> to today's Dennis. Uh, a, little, a little bit crestfallen. Uh, well, I also, almost, I also almost snapped myself in half. Well, tell us about this. So you went to Croatia for your yes. holidays. That's why you weren't. That's why we didn't record an episode live yeah. last week. Went on an old school holiday with some friends of mine. Um, Jeff, who's been guested on the podcast involuntarily, was there. Oshin, some mm-hmm. you might know. Nikki was there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a bunch of stuff. Mostly did just, a lot but of just an actual holiday, like yeah, in the actual holiday. Times. Got an Airbnb, swam a bunch. Yep. Went to the beach, ate a bunch of food. I'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'll do the food first. So one of the first, one of the only things in the world that I'm gatekeepy about mm. is chavapi which is a Balkan dish. Mm. It's like a grilled meat dish. It's like they're like, like little skinless sausages. Kind of, yeah. Yep. And um, you grill them and you serve them and usually you put them... I, well, my, my family is from Herzegovina or, and Bosnia. So mm. we eat in the way where you, you put them in a little like flatbread, mm-hmm. you put the meat in, you put some chopped onion in, you put some, some kaimak in, which is like a savory cream thing, you put some aivar in, which is like a red pepper paste, and mwah premium they are delicious and i mean people who know me will know that i don't like weird food and mm. i love i love what is it how do you say it chivapi chivapi okay so, I so, here's, so there's it. a key and peel sketch about this mm. where they go to a macedonian restaurant and they go to an armenian restaurant and mm. they're exactly the same mm. one of them calls it chivapi one of them calls it kebapi and they serve it in minorly different ways and they're yeah. like no can't do it yeah and in croatia they serve it with chips mate can't hack it what are you talking about? Delicious. Inauthentic. Inauthentic. I look, there's I like, nothing... Dude, I don't think chips there's is like any, my favorite food in the world. Little, I don't little, think there's any savory fries. dish that is made worse. There's, there's no savory dish on earth that's made worse with chips. It's more that you when they bring out bring them out with chips, you're like, they didn't cook them right. They didn't. Okay. All it's right, a red wow. flag. Gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. So we went, food we went to Croatia with and we went to Dubrovnik and we went to a Bos- the only Bosnian restaurant in Dubrovnik. Dennis is dragging them all I down I was like, shut up. Hair. We're going yeah. here. Yeah. Bosnian restaurant, obviously called the Taj Mahal. Yep. <laughs> of course. <laughs> famous famous Bosnian landmark, the Taj Mahal. I guess it's a famous Muslim landmark, but sure. <laughs> and, um, we went there. Premium. Amazing. No Everybody chips? loved it. So good. No chips. Not a no chip chips. inside. Okay. All right. Excellent. We went back to another restaurant back in, like two nights later, and the waiter was like, oh, you know. Um, was this a Croatian restaurant? Yeah. yeah. What, what, what was it called? Notre Dame de Paris? Yeah, Notre, Notre, Notre Dame de Paris, exactly. <laughs> and um, we're sitting there, and the waiter comes up, and it transpires that he is also from Bosnia-Herzegovina. Okay. And he's like, oh, I was like, yeah, I don't like the way they serve Chivapi here. And he was like, oh, did you go to Dubrovnik? I was like, yeah. And he was like, did you? And I was like, Taj Mahal? He was like, yeah. Yeah, very good. <laughs> this little secret handshake of It's a real the, thing, yeah, dude. That's very, I love, that's funny, yeah. I sent a picture of it to my father. And he mm. was like, if it, and he said, if it comes out with chips, send it back. It's not yeah. the real. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Dennis is pretty usually pretty chilled out about stuff. Like Dennis is very very much a live and let live kind of guy mm-hmm. with most things. And I mean, your family as well. I mean, they've been oh, through yeah. the ringer, and they they recognise that you know different strokes are different folks. But apparently, this far and no this further for Mozart, 
Like I was, talk- I was talking to Ushin. Ushin was about this. He's one of my closest friends I've known for years. And he was yep. like, I have never seen you like this about yeah. anything before. No. Dennis is always like, like, you know, I eat like an absolute idiot. And Dennis is just like, he rolls his eyes at me, but he, he doesn't get in the way. No. You, know, this was you, like- were, you love telling that story about Prague, right? We like, I like to take you out to dinner, Riley. Where do you want to yeah. go? And I'm like, KFC, snap it off. And Dennis is like, I was expecting to go to a nice fancy restaurant and have a sit down with a meal with my, with my good mate, Riley. And nope. We're just eating a family, family bucket. value bucket. Let's go. I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time. It was a good meal. Yeah, I almost Apologies. shattered my spine in Croatia. Yeah, so what happened there? So Did you was, get into there, a fight about the, the... Did you go back into the in the kitchen and yeah, try to take off the chef? people up? Yeah, yeah, like Jesus coming into the temple with all the merchants in it. Yeah. Uh, no, we um, there was a bunch of water sports activities there. Uh, Dennis, uh, we don't need to about this family-friendly podcast, mate. Well, what uh, what I, you and Nikki get up to in your private time? Yeah, in, in the privacy room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, some of our friends went parasailing, which I, 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 A, wasn't keen to do, and B, was a little scared to do, because it's just mm-hmm. very high up. Yeah. Uh, but then there was this thing called a UFO. Right. Okay. Which is basically a big yellow inflatable dinghy that four of you climb into, and then some guy whips you around in a jet yeah. ski around we the have, bay. Yeah, yeah I've, I've done that in Australia. Uh, uh, we call them a donut. Yeah. Uh, this one, this is, the, this is a closed top one. So, this, it's like... Oh! So, so it's like a little like, bubble. No, 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 no. So, uh, no, close off the wrong word. It's like a platform with a wall, like a, a tiny little wall. Oh, so it's like a pool. Yeah, it's like, it's a, like, it's like an, a jacuzzi. It's like a, it's like a, a kiddie pool, except yeah. it's keeping the water out. And there's the also in. only wall on one side. Okay. Um. So, we got in. I was like, I was like, oh, this going to be fine. This is like clearly for kids. It's going to be whatever. No. Yeah. No. I have never f- more identified with the phrase clinging for dear life. Yes. <laughs> it yeah. is something else, man. And throwing you back out as well, Dennis, you're getting those age debuffs. Yeah, the age debuffs. I'm, I'm, I'm crested on 30, dude. Throwing my back yep. out is like a multi-day problem now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It won't be long before you got those clicky knees. and. Uh, oh, my knee already clicks. Oh, does it really? Oh, yeah. I don't know Nick- when my knees Nikki's start. Nikki's knee, my yeah. fiance, my fianchi. Uh, Nikki's knee, sometimes when she stands up, sounds like a garbage bag full of wet sticks. It's awful. Oh, <laughs> Dennis, why did you? That's a very pleasant oral image to, to kick the show off with. Anyway, oh, look, I'm glad you had a good time. It's good to have you mm. back. Um, Dennis, guess who else is going on a holiday? Who else is going on a holiday? This guy right here. First time. I'm going to, well, would you like one guess? Mm. Now, Dennis, you know me. You know me quite well. Actually, here's an interesting question. Would you describe me as a creature of habit? Yes. You would? Yes. percent yes. It it won't surprise you to learn that when I, when it came to booking my first holiday in a year and a half, I have booked it for the same place that I always go to do the same things I always do in the same hotel. That's actually, that's not true. I did book a nice hotel than usual. Uh, I'm going to Garmisch-Partenkirchen, which is in southern Germany, in Bavaria. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nestled between three mountains, one of which, Dennis, is called Mount Wank. You're going to climb Mount Wank? Which is spelled W-A-N-K. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll climb it, or I, might, I may take the, the like, chairlift thing up there. Mm-hmm. The wank barn, but the I wank am looking wa- the wank wagon. No, no, it's called the wank barn. Is there? A- That's not a joke. It's written on the side of it. The wank barn. If there but- was a, if there was a shuttle bus, that would be called a wank wagon, though, wouldn't it? Wank wagon. Yeah, the wank wagon. Yeah, yeah, that would probably work. <laughs> Our first um, car in high school is called the wank wagon. <laughs> there's, but at the top of the mountain, Dennis, there is a beautiful. Is it like a? There's a like a beer, a beer, a beer hall, right? A beer house. Um. Beautiful panoramic views of the of the surrounding countryside, that sort of thing, like that. And it's called the Wank House. Mm-hmm. I've had a great I, every time I've gone to the Wank House, I've had a great time. I mean, yeah, yeah, great, creature great of habit, first holiday. Yeah. yeah, off to the Wank House. That's going where I go. To wanking. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go to Garmisch Partenkirchen uh, and I'll be there for our 100th, 100th episode. Wow, special episode from the German Mountains. From a special episode from the Wank House, perhaps. Could I mean, how good is the reception on Mount Wank? Mm, might, we might be testing things there. I didn't. I maybe I don't know if they've got Wi-Fi. They also close at three p.m., so I'd have to get up there pretty early. That's odd. It's weird. Germany, tis a, Germany, tis a silly tis place. Tis a silly place. Yeah. You yeah. know the, the the supermarkets still don't open on Sundays in Germany. You know, I've never been to Germany. Have you never been to Germany? I had an involuntary 24-hour layover in Frankfurt once, but that doesn't really count. That doesn't really count. Germany's great. Germany's great. I'd love to go to Berlin someday. It is, it is just absolute top, top, top tier, top shelf company, uh, country. Anyway, looking forward to that. Um, I'll, I don't know why I felt the need to bring it up. I guess I'm just slightly jealous of the fact that you have been on holiday and I haven't, but soon. Soon, soon, soon. Um, so. Dennis, let's move on to the very serious uh, business of the advice questions that have come in. Uh, but before we do that, it's time to pay the piper. Time to pay the pipers over channelfiber.com, really. Channelfiber.com, it's been two weeks since we've recorded a proper live ad for them, not a speculative one about what we think is going to be happening in the coming mm-hmm. week. So, Dennis, with the benefit of a real-time recording that will be released tomorrow, What's cooking at channelfiber.com? Is it really going to be released tomorrow? So as it is, huh? It is. We're recording God, this on Wednesday. We're recording this on Wednesday. Wednesday. This, is, whew, this week's going by a breakneck speed, baby. Oh, yeah. Breakback speed. Big thing, Riley. Breakback speed, indeed. Brokeback, wank mountain. Um, <laughs> it's, all, it's all coming together today. <laughs> all coming together. Um, it's just the number one place, Riley. For your tales of Aria, flesh and blood pre-orders, for your evolving skies, get your pocket man in your pockets, get your all your AFR cards, get all the stat cards you've 2022 standard. Mm-hmm, get mm-hmm. back out to your game store. Get back out there. Show people, show people, fools. yeah, show people who's boss. It's been a long time. Have you asserted your asserted your dominance at your LGS recently? No, we have. We have a year and a half of power moves waiting to be we field tested. We don't really. We haven't had power moves for a long time. We have power this week. Do we have power moves this week? Am I the asshole? It's just a power move by another name, man. Is it really? I don't think it is. Kind of. I don't agree with that assessment. Anyway, channelfiber.com, I do agree with the assessment. You should go there and buy, I don't know, any, all sorts of colorful cardboard. They don't make, they don't sell, they don't sell better cardboard anywhere on on, on this earth. And Riley, we're going to run, our ad reads for Channelfiber are going to be changing very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's big, I mean, there's change in the work. This is why we don't really have anything like this week at Channel Fiber, because this week at Channel Fiber, what it actually is, is behind the scenes, everyone scrambling to make sure that the marketplace is uh, is hot to trot and good to go in, what, two weeks? No, uh, September 30th for customers, but in like a week, we're going to start onboarding stores. Yeah, that's, uh, sorry, I, oh, sorry, I was sort of parting the curtain there a little bit um, with uh, mm-hmm. with what's happening behind the scenes, but well, yeah. Because right, so if you own a local game store out there and you're wondering how you could maybe upload your inventory or how you could maybe, ad- uh, you know, adjust your shipping settings, you'll have the sultry tones of Riley Knight explaining how to do it for you. If you're, if you're, wor- if you're wondering about how to, how to generate the uh, quarterly uh, revenue reports, well, yeah. you're going to have me to walk you through that process <laughs> in the tutorial video. You want to give us a little taste of some behind the scenes? This, is the, this is the hidden content. This is the hidden Riley night content that actually that actually no one get like you can't buy this you can't no. the only way to get access to this content is by here you go signing up as a store and going to the faq for help on how to run signing up for a store end. on the channel fireball marketplace and then you'll get me right you'll get me talking you through things like what what, what was the one I did? Uh, the account set up welcome to the channel fireball marketplace in this mm. video we'll be showing you how to set up your account the mm. first thing that you'll see is the game landing page. From here, you can select your preferred game. This selection will be saved and will be the default landing page whenever you return to channelfiable.com. From here, we can select Sign Up 
in the top right. And if you want more of that sort of stuff, channel5.com sign up as a store for the marketplace. And I don't know, Dennis, what is what could what more possible what pow- better draw could there be? For people than that than unlocking the Riley Knight FA. I'm pretty sure you can still see them on the FAQ page even if you sign up as a store, to be honest. But well, we'll don't see. Tell that. Don't tell them that. Um, anyway, channel5.com coupon code Knight. Smart. Um, with that in mind, Dennis, we have had a range of uh, of suggestions as to... You, you want to change the podcast's name? Uh, yeah, I think we are... I think we've outgrown the name. Maybe that's the 100th episode. That we change the name? I mean, that would that would mark the... Episode, would, season one of Smart is over. We're moving we on. We change the name. So, Agents of Smar. Do we change it to what Telrisfen suggested? Knowledgeable nerds investigate gaming's hot topics. Oh, the acronym there is a little, a little bit of a turnoff for me, I have to admit. What's the acronym? Oh, it's K-N-I-G-H-T. You know what, Dennis? Didn't, I even, didn't notice. even notice. Didn't even notice. I thought it was such a good suggestion. Knowledgeable nerds investigate gaming's hot topics. I thought, I mean, that works. Right? It works perfectly. It rolls off the top. It, it it's it's very good, and then oh, um, that Sean similarly knowledgeable, nice, insightful gaming help tips. It's that that one is is a little more forced, I would say, but I'd still accept it. I I, I it's interesting they're both going for knowledgeable and game. I guess knowledge with games. Oh oh, that one's KNIGHT as well. Crazy weird, yeah, weird, so strange. So all yeah, the oh, that Sean does have one. Ah, we don't that, suggestion, that, but I think it's actually pretty good. We don't need to worry about that one. I, like I'm pretty sure we can. I, I think we got enough to be going on with Dennis let's here. Pretend, so. let, let's kick out the night ones for a second here. Oh, that Sean suggests tutorial mode. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I think it's actually pretty good. Tutorial mode. What about easy tutorial? Welcome back to easy mode. Easy mode. A point of contention between you and me. You know, I had some people actually uh, say thank you very much, Riley, for standing up for easy mode gamers everywhere. Oh, dude, I, somebody has to play the heel. Otherwise, there's no debate. Knowledgeable nerds investigate gaming hot topics or tutorial mode. Easy talk could go either way. <laughs> it could go either way. I really do like the other one. I like the fact, like yours was very good last week. The one I made up on the fly. It was like two weeks ago, so I actually can't remember it. I've already, no, I've already, fly, I've already blasted my cash from then. But it is long. It's long. It's long. We'd probably just call it K N I G H D. That's fine then. Yeah. So coupon code not to check out. Um. Anyway, keep those suggestions coming in, or if you don't want us to change, let us know because I like the name. I'm happy not changing. Ooh, you know what we could do? Go on. Tutorial mode lets us put a little T M in the top right, which is cute. That's not bad. That's little logo that we've already got yeah. pretty much. That's already, you know, encoded in Unicode. We can just mm-hmm. use, we've got our logo ready to go. That's nice. All right, that's not too bad. Um, I did say let's get straight into the advice. And now for the third time, I'm going to belay that. Um, because do you actually want to, you want to talk about the announcement? The product the announcement. stuff? This we're not a magic, we're not a strictly speaking magic podcast. But yesterday there was a big announcement of like, a they slew of products. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't. It it, it just kind of there was someone put pointed on your out Gandalf it, cosplay and floss on down to your local game store. People were pointing out that it didn't really feel like a sort of what's coming up so much as a here are some products what we are releasing. You know what I mean? What's the difference between those two things? Well, like it didn't say, oh, here is here are the tournaments and here are the events. Well, there and aren't here any. Are, That's why. <laughs> I suppose so. Um, so yes, there was the 2022 showcase. I think it was called mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and they announced about 10,000 different products that are going to yep, be released. A new Modern Horizons, and, sorry, a new, a new Double Masters, a new Jumpstart, a new Unset, two Kamigawa sets. Is it just one? Go- no, it's just one Kamigawa set. Is it not two? No, it's one. It's Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, and then there's like the Streets of New Capano, New Capano, whatever it is. That's not oh, Kamigawa. Oh, is, is that not a Kamigawa set? No, no, no. That's, man, look at the architecture. We go from Cyberpunk to Art Deco. Oh, that's true, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 
And then um, <clears throat> Lord and of the Rings we, set. We got a... Um, Soccer-themed set as well. Did you see that one? What? Dominaria United. <laughs> That's a much. good bit of gear. Thank you very much. <clears throat> That's a good bit of gear. Um, we got... Um, what else we got? We got Street Fighter Secret Layer. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got a Fortnite Secret Layer. Yeah, Truly, yeah, this yeah. is the darkest timeline. I don't know what's going on, man. I'm not yelling at this cloud. But I'm kind of rolling my You're eyes. You're acknowledging the clouds it. not for you. I, I, I'm acknowledging the clouds, but I'm just kind of rolling my eyes as it goes past. Look, whatever. I, I'm not here with scalding, spicy, hot takes on this. I think it's... I, I don't know, man. I guess, you know, they say, oh, if you don't like the product, it's not for you. And I guess definitely... I'm, I'm finding just, it exhausting to think yeah. about currently. I, like, I, guess, I guess in terms of the spread... It's pretty good because they've got like you know for all the thirteen year olds they've got Fortnite and then for like all the thirty three or the forty three year olds who've been they've playing got Street Fighter. <laughs> no, not even that. I was going to say like they are. It's it. I think one of the criticisms that's been leveled at Wizards recently, and you know, with a level of fairness, I think, is that they 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 seem they appear to be beginning to give up on their old franchise in franchise player base, right? Mm-hmm. But then Modern Horizons two comes out, you know. Then I mean, I guess this is different, but like Dungeons and Dragons is. Dungeons and Dragons is like there is some old school shit in there. You know what I mean? That like mm-hmm. they they really rewarded rusted on D and D players. And I know that's not magic or whatever, but then like Dominator United into the Brothers War. Yeah, like I don't care about the Brothers War at all, man. Like I don't have any idea. I wouldn't know a Mishra from an Urza if they bit me on the bum. You know? Yeah, they will, and you and you and you will. They're gonna take. They're gonna take you up Wank Mountain, and we're gonna go. I, I have no idea about any of this sort of stuff, right? But there's all these old magic boomers who are, uh, they, they can't believe their luck. So I think it, the spread of the stuff that they're doing in terms of who they're aiming these products at, I think there's a, I mean, obviously they're looking for like new players and acquisition, all that sort of stuff. But it's very difficult now to argue that they're completely leaving old players and franchise players in the dark when you've got like the Brothers War, some arcane right. bit of magic lore that from, you know, from literally decades ago. Like I don't have any idea about that that story arc. Oh, it I don't is, think- yeah, it is certainly before my time as well. Exactly. So that you, it's it's difficult to argue they're giving up on, um, on on enfranchised players. But it, uh, certainly, Dennis, as you say, a lot of bloody products. A lot of products. Is it too many? Is there such a thing? It reminds me of the dick flattening meme. Okay, what is this? I'm going to make a version of this meme for you very quickly. Why can't you? Okay. There's a, never, never the easy way with Dennis. What is the dick flattening meme? I mean, just... Dennis, this is an audio podcast. This is an audio format. It's Give us, fine. It's no, it's fine. not fine. Can Here you explain what it is? Here we go. It's time for another... Matt, I'm going to put this in the Discord for you. Okay, but can you also just say what it is so well, people no, understand I, I want it? I want you to be able to do it. So I'm just going to put it in, so, the, in, the, in the Jackal Discord. Gonna put it under submissions. Here we go, right? And then you can. This is just the actual worst way to do it. Here we go. Here it is. Premium podcasting, right here. Okay, so it's the 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 what are they called? The rage faces or whatever. Circa twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a lady who's saying it's time for another magic release. And then there's a rather decrepit, old, sort of wrinkled, tired looking man, tired looking man with a head like a ball sack, who's saying yes, wizards. Yeah. Dennis, that was not worth the, the, the <laughs> 45 to 60 seconds it took. you not seen that meme before where it's like, oh, honey, it's time for your dick flattening, I think is the original meme. And then they go, yes, honey. I have not seen that, Dennis. Well, now you have. And, okay. have a, and your I'm life is all the richer for it. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> anyway, is it too many products? 
Dennis, you sell product for a living. Is it too many products? I feel like yes. Is that even like? Is it even possible though? Like, I mean, look, they keep, they keep they keep selling them, so demand must be there. So probably not in that case. I suppose it feels less sustainable to me long term. But you and I are in the you know the invested player echo chamber, mm. and that's probably not where the majority of wizards' bread is buttered. I I'm just wondering. Because I, I said oh, it feels like too much, but then I actually try to justify that statement, and I don't know. I can't really. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, it's just it's just too much. Why is it too much? What like how can it ever be too much? Just it makes ignore, the like, pro- it makes releases feel less special when there's always a release. I guess that's true. Preview season is never ending. Can you all? Can you keep the hype train? Uh, can you? Do you ever run out of coal for the hype train? Possibly. I mean, Wizards is trying. They're they're limit testing the hype train. I think. Well, I don't think that the hype train is running out of steam anytime soon. People like, are amped about this, man. People are excited about the stuff that's coming out. Of course, there are those who hate it, but like, I think, I think there is, I think something's going on here that that a lot of people like you and I aren't ready or willing to recognize, and I think that that is we are losing touch. I think that the people who are like, oh, you know, organized play, MPL, wizards are letting us down, magic's dying. Honestly, I think people who say that sort of stuff are starting to get a, just just be a little bit out of touch of what magic is where it's going mm. you think we're just growing out of it i think that the, like the the like it's not the carpet is being pulled out from under us it's just that i don't know as i've said before like magic's not dying it's just changing like you're right. I do feel like you and I are a little bit left behind having been playing magic for like a decade or whatever and and but, in a very particular way yes um, but Wizards is doing this based on, you know, information they have that we don't about mm. sales and about reach, things like that. And pro- like the Lord of the Rings set that's coming out the year after next. I have friends who heard about that, who messaged me, who have never wanted to play magic with me being like, oh, maybe we should play that together. I got a message from some, one of my contacts wrote with Rainbow Six, who is so amped to play with Fortnite cards. Yeah. Just so, like, I can't believe this. You know, like, uh, they used to play, I think they used to play Magic when they were younger. And then, like, when I, I was I was talking, like, oh, they're like, what's Magic like now? And I told them that sort of stuff. Like, oh, man, I bet I've got all my old cards. And now they sent me a message saying that I was like, I might have to get back into it. So it works. The sample size of one, but, like, it works. I think it is, it is less for you. And, but, look, maybe we just have to be more selective about what we get out of Magic. Or, I, I mean, my perspective now is just to try to roll with the punches. If I'm going to continue to play with Magic, I have to accept that, like, things are changing. And maybe they're not even changing for the worst. It's not It's not a time to grasp onto the the old things that used to make the game what it is. Maybe the game is just it's changing and evolving. And maybe it won't be for, for the worst. We don't know. It's definitely different, though. Riley, before we get to advice again, I'm going to belay it a fourth time. Okay, good. Excellent. So we've gotten, we've read out spam emails on this podcast before. Yeah. Plenty of times. Oh, to yeah. great, to great, to, to raucous, raucous oh. entertainment. The standing, standing ovations around the world. I have just received in the middle of the podcast what I believe to be either my ticket out of this mm-hmm. or a spam Discord message. Imagine my surprise to learn that you are not fully focused on recording this podcast and are instead checking messages. No, no, no. I got a pop-up that said, congratulations, Straniac. And I was like, hang on a second. Oh, okay, right. Well, never mind. I, I won't leave that until after I've recorded, fin- uh, finished recording the podcast with Riley. I'll check well, it right Riley, now. Riley, I've won some Bitcoin. Oh, geez. How much? 0.06 Bitcoin. That is a low enough number for it actually to be like, oh, maybe I actually have won this. How much is that? <laughs> it's like a few thousand, I think. 
That is three thousand yeah. dollars. Hang on a second. That's, that's a low enough. That's a low enough amount of money to be like, oh, this is actually conceivable. All right. I have been randomly selected among uses of crypto Discord servers, such as and then lists a bunch of discords that I am not a member of. Okay. We are a fast one crypto. You have one. How to get this? Sign up. Withdraw to your. Hmm. Do you think I won three thousand dollars? Is this a Discord um, DM? Yes. Yeah, I got one of these as well. I Damn! I, how much? How much Bitcoin did you? I, I honestly, I can't. Even, I was like, "This is not real. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna waste my time on it." But um, maybe this is one of those things. I always imagine that just a guy standing in a warehouse. The one Nigerian prince who's like, "Somebody, please!" Or a guy standing in a warehouse full of free iPads. He's like, "Why does no one want these things? <laughs> We've got all these millions of visitors to these these sites, and no, remember them? What happened to those? Remember those those like banner ads? You've won a free iPad. Yeah, click here on the fish to get the like." Man. You know, what happened was ad blocker. But do they still exist, those ads? They don't still I'm sure exist, they right? do. I'm sure ha- if you I've... go to some le- less savory websites on the internet, they're still full of that. I've never, I haven't seen an ad on the internet for a very, very long time. Um, well, this, Dennis- is, this is a tragedy, Riley. We had a lot of actual advice questions and we've, we've, we've left them off the play for way too long. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Here we go. The first one comes to us from Oh That Sean, longtime mm-hmm. contributor to the podcast Oh That Sean. We value you so highly. Question. How old does a child need to be to play with a Switch? P.S. It is almost my daughter's seventh birthday, so please say seven. I think seven is about the right age. Follow-up question, completely unrelated to the first. What sort of games should you buy for a seven-year-old? So, Sean, it doesn't sound like you really want advice so much. One here of those as questions want- where they want they, 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 they want us to just confirm what they already think. <laughs> they, you want you want what you want us to know the business as validation. And and Sean, can I tell you? I got some good news for you because Dennis and I we're here to give it to you. I think seven is about the perfect age. I think seven is about the perfect age for a Switch. Now, when, when, here's an interesting question. When did you get your first gaming console? I got my first Game Boy, I think at the age of eight. And and, and I remember very distinctly thinking, this is 12 months late. <laughs> did I ever tell you about how I got my, my first gaming console? It's a classic Mozart move. Go on. I was six, I think. All right. And, you know, asleep at 1030. Mm-hmm. And I heard my parents laughing and giggling. Mm. And I went up and went, got up and went to investigate. Now that, you'll notice, is a very risky opening to a story. That could go a lot yeah, of different ways. Yeah, that could, that could, <laughs> this, this could have been you laying back in a chaise long talking to a psychologist about yeah, this yeah, instead yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I went into the living room where they were. Okay. And they were playing a Nintendo Entertainment System. <gasps> they were playing not just Mario Brothers, Riley. Yeah. They were playing Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. On an on a NES that I didn't know we had. That would have been mind blowing. So my dad I would have got a NES. Thought, it's true. They do stay up and play video games all night. Yeah, my dad got a SNES. I think it was from a SNES from Must a guy a SNES, at wo- yeah. a guy at work and had come come home at eight pm when I was already asleep and had yeah. set it up and dicked around with it. Yeah, and I came out and I was like, "What is going on? Yeah, <laughs> this, is the, this is so unfair." Yeah, and then so then I remember having. Having the snares, I remember having um an a oh, really old like piss yellow PC mm-hmm. that had like that had Super Mario on it, yeah, like a demo of it. And I remember waking up in the morning and going and like tugging on my dad's shirt in bed, and being like, "Dad, Dad, I want to play video games." Yeah, and he'd get up and be like, "Do you want to play Mario on the computer or on the TV?" And I'd be How like, did you play on Mario on the computer? What? I had a PC that had like a demo of it. Of Mario? It must have just been a ROM hack or something. To be honest, but okay. yeah, I don't know. All right, yeah, yeah. But I was a nerd. I'm sure he, like, I don't know. But yeah. um, I remember I was like, TV today, please. He'd be like, okay. And he'd go wow. and he'd set up the Nintendo. <laughs> like, Your parents are so cool, man. I wasn't allowed to play my Game Boy except on weekends. And then it got taken off me on weekends. It was, I was only allowed to play on school holidays. Wow. 
Oh, yeah. My parents did not like me playing video games at now, all. My parents did take away the wrestling video games once. I heard about that. You've told us about that, yeah. Because I almost died. <laughs> body you were, tr- you were trying the moves out at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually happens. You watch on TV and then you do try out the move at home. It's a real problem. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I wasn't. I, I had the Game Boy taken off me almost as soon as I was given it. Um, because so, eight years old, 12 months late. Yeah. What what are some not too dexterously challenging video games for a seven year old? So you definitely want like you want the classics. Obviously, you want Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. I think even Mario Super Mario Odyssey. I think from what I remember is child friendly. Like there are a bunch of things that, that you can do. In, like obviously they've got all the ridiculous like speed runny super challenge stuff like that. But I think a seven year old will still have a good time just like mucking about in Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I haven't played it, but I know that Splatoon is very popular. Um, so I would say that th- those th- that's where I'd start at least. Have you got some other suggestions here, Dennis? Just some cute some cutesy games that aren't too hard, like yeah. Cuphead, just like a nice easy, no, easy one. If they like if they like you know like dragons and other things, like Dark Souls might be a yeah, good okay, for a sure. Don't listen. This is maybe not these ones. <laughs> I did immediately Google ten hardest Switch games. Yeah, of course you did. You <laughs> absolute monster. Uh, yeah. No, um, like I like last year or the year before last, Nikki mm. and I bought a Switch for her brother and her brother's mm. kids. And how old are they? The youngest of which I think is six at the time. Okay. So, and the oldest of which I think was a 12 or so, or 13. So we're in that, we're in that age group. Yep. And they went nuts for Mario Kart, man. Yeah. My, oh, Mario Kart's great. Mario Kart's, it's, it's, it's one of those games that like, it's just perfect for kids. It's just built for, like, it's, it's, it's actually sacrifices like adult playability, I believe. For, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. For kid playability, <laughs> like, for sure. Just game integrity. Yeah, exactly. I always wonder, though, like, I'm, I haven't gone back and played games that I played as a kid, like mm. Crash Bandicoot, for example. Mm-mm. I always think, like, how did I beat this game as a child? Because I know I did. Mm. I remember what the last boss looked like. And so I'm like, how did I get to the end? And is it, do you just trial and error it for hours and hours and hours and hours? I think that's hours what hours? it was. I think that's what it was. You just, it was just the amount of time you put into them, right? As I had a, a friend who had a PS1 but didn't have a memory card, so you just had to leave it running all day when you went to school. Oh. That's brutal, dude. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I never had that problem because the first console, actual console, I, excuse me, that I got was a was an Xbox, so it had built-in memory. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Late to the game. Oh, I mean, we didn't have a TV till I was fourteen. Fake man. nerd. Fake nerd has been called through no fault of my own. Let me point that out. My parents were very anti that sort of stuff. Why are um, your parents want to have video game? They were just very rot your brain, square eyes. Yeah, stuff. they were very. Why don't you? Why can't you be like your brother? Go outside, kick a football. That why don't you go outside? Stuff. You live in Australia. It's basically yeah. like it's like it's like Mad Max out there. Oh, what are they talking not, about? No, it's not that bad. No, I don't know. I was just very, I was very like indoor kind of bookish kind of kid, and I love video games. And I don't know. My parents just wanted me to go out and like you know play footy and tennis and stuff, and I just wasn't that into it. So I don't know. This guy, this is a world they couldn't relate to, unfortunately. You know? I wonder what that'll be by the time you and I have kids. Oh, that's the thing. Like, if I have kids, I'm gonna be like, "Please, you want to play Pokemon with me?" Like, Dad, I just want to go and kick a footy run. No, no, no. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go to TikTok dance. Leave me alone. Sit down. Sit down. We're playing Pokemon. Um, Okay, so this is the Pokemon board game. Okay. Yeah, it's called Master Trainer, right? (laughs) I used to play it when I was a kid. Like, it takes six to seven hours. I just want to go outside and play cricket. It's like, no, 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 no. Um, it could be worse. Like, Dad, I just want to study for my like my like. Yeah, get back here. We're gonna (laughs) we're gonna recreate. Come on, we'll watch Star Wars. Um, Pokemon. The new Pokemon, you, you, both you and I have played it. Very child-friendly indeed. So child-friendly, it couldn't, it I couldn't about this hold our interest. yesterday, but I thought the new Pokemon, Sword and Shield, was unplayably easy. Yeah, so that'd be good for a seven-year-old little Pokemon there. Uh, Animal Crossing might be another idea. Depends on how much patience 
your kid has. Um, Could be a good way to teach a virtue to a child. Animal Crossing is very much a play for half an hour to an hour each day max. You kids don't really play games like that, though. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, you've seen kids wear out a Frozen DVD, man. I don't know if it's going to... But apart from that, I don't know what, like, Luigi's Mansion? Pokemon's... Pro- I have Luigi's Mansion. I thought it sucked. Yeah. I, I, but I'm, like, but I'm, I'm a 28-year-old man, so... Yeah, I'm, like, medium on it. But, uh, no, look... Smash I Bros? Oh, nah, come on. Not, not, nah, I don't think... Not for a seven-year-old. Why? Pikachu gets to fight Mario. That's cool. No, nah, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know how much... Like, it doesn't... Nah, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that. I think like I think Pokemon. I think Mario Kart, Pokemon are the first two that I'd get. Maybe Super Mario Odyssey if she likes that sort of. Th- oh, that's that sort actually of not a bad chance. Odyssey's a good game. Minecraft. Mm. Minecraft on the Switch. Mm-mm-mm. So yeah, plenty of options. Plenty of Skyrim. options. Skyrim. Skyrim. What did you say before? Dark Souls. Dark Souls. He's yeah. just Cuphead is very cute. Very Resident different. Evil, I think, is on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Resident <laughs> Evil Four or something. So um, there you go. Hack, hack the the switch and put Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid on it. Now we're to cook, now, get that on the switch. Now, now we're to teach that kid about existential dread. Good yeah, early. Yeah. <laughs> teach him about memes. All right, we got a pivoting from the digital to the to the to the corporeal, Riley. To the analog. The anal- analog gaming. I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got a question from Choingler. Am I the board game asshole? Mm-hmm. This one's presented to you in steps. You ready for All this? Right, go. Step one, I'm playing Risk. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Next question. Next is... question. <laughs> I like Risk. I can't stand Risk, mate. Interestingly, and I swear to God, this is not me trying to pivot things always the same way. You okay. know what is regarded as the best version of Risk? Is it Metal Gear Solid Risk? It is Metal Gear of Solid Risk. it's Metal Gear Solid Risk. I don't like uh, Risk. I've never enjoyed playing Risk. Anyway, continue. You don't like rolling dice and just jamming into each other for hours and hours I, and hours I and just, hours with little to no strategy or input on your actual winning? I don't like it. I don't like Risk. Step one, I'm playing Risk. Step two, I anticipate losing against my opponent's overwhelming forces. Very good. Step three, in response, I stack all of my reinforcements on a territory in the middle of my domain. Step four, I choose to roll only one die while defending. So what does that mean? Rolling that only basically one means die? they've turtled up and have made it so that it will take an inordinately massive amount of time for the opposing player to actually conquer this territory. Is that the rolling only one die while defending? Also putting all your guys in one thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is the equivalent of salt roping your opponent? Pretty much. I don't like it. Now, but try and imagine what this looks like in the real world. Okay. In an actual battlefield. Okay. Everybody's turtled up in one bunker. Yeah. The enemy is pouring over the hill. Yeah. And, you know, two guys are about to go out and go, no, 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 no. Just Steve. <laughs> just, just send one, out Steve. Just send out one guy. Yeah. Steve runs out, gets gunned down. Yeah. Enemies are like, two guys go, no, no, no. Just Carl. Just one <laughs> like, person. Off you go. That's it. Hold him off. We're buying time. Buying time for what? Who knows? Heat death of the universe. Let's go. That's all right. Um, I... There's there's no part of this that I like. <laughs> they lo- they lost you at out. We're playing Risk, right? <laughs> like Step if, one, they lost you. I don't know why you would want to continue to play. Like, I, how long do you want to spend losing this game? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I think you probably are the asshole. You're kind I of think, holding everybody else hostage. I, I think so. Like, even if you enjoy playing Risk, wouldn't you enjoy playing like actual Risk and not just? I don't know. At that point, if I were the person attacking, I'd be like, I have won. Okay. I am I am going home. I am not going to continue to play. You can do the very funny joke by saying, well, you conceded, so I guess technically I won't. Like, you can do that very funny joke, but everyone here understands that that's not the case and that I've won this game because you're being an asshole about it. So I'm going to stop playing. And if you want to try to rub it in my face, that's fine. Have fun they with that. They could roll 1,100 sixes in a row. You don't know. They could, Dennis, but they probably won't. And uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, like, I, I don't know who this is for. 
This is the sort of thing that if someone did this to me once as a joke, I, I wouldn't even be there like, ho-ho, very good. And if they constantly did it, I would stop inviting them to my board game nights. Because I wouldn't you got to like, reassess how many board game nights in a row you're playing Risk. By the I'm way, not that's going, the real not, problem. I'd, but if if this is the sort of thing you're doing in lots of other games, is like if this is your approach to this sort of thing, I don't know. I guess that there's just a certain type of person who thinks that this is very funny and doesn't read the room and realize that it's actually just annoying. Who values people. their own joke making above the f- collective fun of the group, basically. And, right? and I, can I tell you this? Maybe this is just a one-off, and maybe I'm reading into this too far. But like having dealt with people like this in the past, it makes me just not want to hang out with them because like oh. I just can't be bothered dealing with their... I can't be bothered dealing with their nonsense tonight. Uh, interestingly, Riley, do you know what I just ordered for our board game group? Go on. Risk Legacy. Oh, is that like a, a personalized version that we... You look, but like, I think I've played, I've played it once before, and like, whoever wins the first game gets to like, name a country. Stuff like that. That's cool. Stranjakistan. Stranjakistan, baby, let's go. Let's go. Stranya- I did that. We played Civilization once online, and no, I named I, all of my cities. Stranjakistan, Stran- yeah. Stranjakberg, Stranjakville. Stranjakopoulos. What was the best? What was the best one? Cote de Straniac. Costa del Straniac. Costa del Straniac. Oh, very good. Yeah, Tony, you shouldn't do this. If you've done it once already, that's too many times. Don't do it again. Yeah, the optimum number of times to do this is zero, like point six. That one, Ginger. 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 I think it's a. I think that was that was spelled on the Discord. I think it's a ginger. I don't know. Anyway, that one Ginger or Ginger says, "I have trouble finishing games." I know it's common for people you to have Steam libraries both. full of games that we've, they've never played, but I feel like unless the game is really top-notch, I lose interest quickly. This leads to buying more games, chasing that feeling when you find a game that's truly special. Do you have any tips that could help someone finish more games they've started and as a result save a lot of money? So I've actually been through exactly this scenario mm-hmm. where I ended up writing out a list. There was someone else in the Discord, John Nowett, who has a... I mean, he his Steam library was enormous compared to mine, but end up making a spreadsheet, right, with the games. And if you go to howlongtobeat.com, you you write out how long it will take you to pl- actually play the games, and that gives you a sense of where you should actually start but in trying to whittle down that. If your goal is to finish as many games as possible, start with the five-hour ones first, etc. Exactly, right? So this is actually something that I've had to go through, but I found it very helpful to organize and be like, all right, I'm going to finish this game, right? I'm going to play... I'm gonna play Whatever game it is. The Long Dark, right? Sit in my Steam library for ages. I'm going to play it. I'm going to finish it. Started playing it. Got through the first chapter. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not going to finish this game. I'm not enjoying it enough. And I, I just gave up on it and I moved How on. hard is it to make that call? This is what you have to give yourself permission to do. And this is something, Dennis, that you know that I've struggled with for a long time. And not just with gaming. I find it very hard to leave, quote unquote, value on the table. Mm, if you right? paid for a game. I got it. I gotta play it, right? I was talking the other week about Far Cry Three. I came or Far Cry Five. I came back to that. I'm now kind of bored of it. I played the first third of the game. I'm like, that was fun, and now I'm like, eh, I don't really want to do it the same thing four times. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, like giving yourself permission to step away from a game once you've given it a go is fine. But also, it's like anything. I mean, when when you're trying to organize your time and and decide what you want to spend your time doing or what tasks you want to get out of the way. It's helpful to try to organize it and be realistic about what you can achieve and also step away from stuff that is either unachievable or unenjoyable that you you know don't actually have to do. We talked about this a little bit where like lately you and I both feel that we've drifted away from long action RPGs, which is where which is like the games I used to love. Yeah, of course. And more to games like if I play a game of League of Legends or we play a game of Apex together or whatever, mm. it takes twenty minutes or it takes thirty minutes and then it is done. Yeah. And it was fun. And I can play it again if I want. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's ridiculous because, like, if I sit and play The Witcher for 10 hours, I'm like, oh, man, this game is so long and so blah, blah, blah. Right? Whereas if I play Apex or another game like that, I mean, at the moment playing Destiny for 10 hours, I'm like, oh, that's fine. That was good. Like, it doesn't it, – it's an it's a feeling thing, I guess, like an investment thing. But It's the same thing with TV. Like, you'll, you'll watch 12 episodes of a TV series and you'll be like, I can't watch a movie. I don't want to come into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was I, – like, I want to – I've been – I've started reading, rereading Lord of the Rings recently. I was like, oh, I, I want to watch all the extended editions. I'm, I'm going to set aside the 10 or 11 hours I'm going to do it, right? I was like, wow, that's a lot of time. But it's like, well – I, I did, I've done that in one sitting a couple times before. But the time is going to pass anyway is the other thing, right? Like That's the, true. The 11 hours is still going to pass, so you might as well enjoy it. Um, so – do you remember the t- two times, there's two times you and I have made a call together on this game isn't worth it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One was We Were Here, mm-hmm. which was uh, like, it's a co-op game that both of us were quite excited to play because it looked really good. We got about half an hour into it like, this just isn't. This is a, we, there, was, there was just a, a, like 20 seconds of silence and I was like, is this a miserable experience yeah. for you too? And Ryan was like, yes, it it's is. Just, it's just not working. What was the other one? ODST. That was true, yeah. ODST. So we were playing through the Halo series, uh, which uh, broadly speaking- Pretty action oriented, pretty fast yeah, pretty paced, a lot of stuff going on them. Then ODST breaks up the formula by having this weird like mystery, almost yeah, like this sort of Halo noir as noir, you like yeah. investigate what happened to your squad and that sort of stuff. And it just wasn't working for us. I love ODST, like I, I still like the game a you lot. Said, but like, everybody has really fun memories of it. Maybe it's of the multiplayer mostly. I'm not sure. The multiplayer was very good. But it was more just playing that with you in the like in terms of what we were looking for out of that game. It just didn't work. It's, Isn't the disappointing news about Halo Infinite? Yeah, there's no co- campaign, no co-op at launch, no campaign co-op, and no forge. But no campaign co-op right now. I would have played that with you. Yeah, I mean, all right, three four three industries. I guess I won't buy Halo Infinite. You know, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I like Halo, but I, you know, I haven't played Halo Five. That's how much I like Halo. Oh wow! Okay, fair so, enough. Yeah. Anyway, um, you've got to give yourself permission to to leave "quote unquote" that value on the well, table. It's just some cost fallacy, right? Like you don't have to play the game just because you've bought it, right? Well, you talked about that doing this with PlayStation Now. Mm, yeah, when I got a PlayStation Now subscription, I was like, right, I cannot play any other game for the next three months because I bought a PlayStation Now subscription, so I have to play games on that because after three months they've gone. It's like, well, you could always just pay another £10 for another month or just get the game on Stop. Steam. Yeah. But I did this. I put hours into Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is just a bad game. And I was <laughs> I was trying really hard for it not to be a bad game, but it was just a bad game. And I spent 20 hours playing it because I wanted to play it. Do so, you remember that as a child when you – or not as a child, as like a teenager when you'd spend – 60 bucks in a game, which was probably, you know, 80% of all the money you had try, in the world. Try the 100 or 110 in Australia, but yeah. Well, it's the same. It's just fun, funny money. Yeah. Uh, Australian games are actually comically expensive. That's true. Yeah. And then, um, but then even if it's bad, you have to defend ha- it to you, your friends. And you have to, and you have to play all, you have to get hours. All, you have to play it for like hundreds of hours. You have to squeeze as much value out of that orange as possible. Do you have a, did you have a friend, and I was this friend, which is why I ask, who mm. would convince everybody to buy a game and then stop playing it? Mm, no. No. I've done that many times. Been like, let's all play Star Wars Battlefront. It'll be great. Let's all get it. Yeah. I'm not really into it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that did happen with you, me, and Overwatch, actually. Did it? Yeah, because you and your mates were all playing Overwatch. And then by the oh, time- for like a week and a half, uh, yeah. What? It's a couple of months. And then I- Recently uh, or ages ago? What? Ages ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is years ago. Okay. But I didn't have my- I was living out of a suitcase, not only my laptop. And then when I finally got my computer and I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. You're like, ah, I don't play Overwatch anymore. We play League of Legends now. I'm like, all right, okay, well, never mind. Um, so what do you do? 
at least buying more games, chasing feeling when you get try a game that's truly special. There's nothing wrong with buying new games, and there's also nothing wrong with trying something and not liking it and not going back to it. You know, like what what my my suggestion is to make the spreadsheet to figure out which games you actually do want to play. Give them a go, and if you don't want to play them, like cross them off the list. Don't be ready do to the, make the call. Don't do this thing where it's like, oh, I'll come back to it because then you just be stressed out because you still haven't finished the Long Dark. I'm not going to finish if, the Long Dark. I tried it. I played the first chapter. I'm like, I'm not going to finish this game. I'm, I'm I don't think about it anymore. I'm never going to finish Breath of the Wild. See, and I like you. You have just you've just accepted that and you've moved on from it. You've decided. I tried you, twice. You know, you, you're willingly depriving yourself of of one of the okay. greatest games of a generation. Right. You've okay. decided that you don't want that. You 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 don't want to. You know why? Here's, I've actually figured it out. I've just it's just come to me just now, Dennis. I know why you don't want to play Breath of the Wild. Okay. Why is that? And maybe you're not brave enough to admit this to yourself. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right? Big call. But this is what it is. You know. You're scared. That's what it is. You're scared because you I'm know scared a bit too good. If you play Breath of the Wild, you're not. You're no longer going to be able to go around truthfully saying Metal Gear Solid Three is my favorite game. No, no, no. And you enjoy no, that no, no. lofty. I could pick up a horse, stick and go Dennis. into the garden and hit it against a wall until it broke and save myself seventy bucks. Thank you very much, Dennis. You enjoy bonking your head on bridges as you trot under them on your high horse, right? <laughs> wow. So <okay>. much. <laughs> your love of Metal Gear Solid. Is so precious to you that you it's can't. Me. You you can't possibly conceive of playing a different game that may. I tried it, dude. It. I tried it twice for like four hours a piece. Mm-hmm. What happened? It's a boring game. It's not a boring game. What happened? Did you break too many traveler swords? <laughs> that was part of it. I was like, it felt like it felt like an open world game where mm. there was no real reason to explore, and I didn't really care about the story. See, that's bizarre. Because the the reason to explore is to see what like that it's there's no like if you need a glowing waypoint on the other side it's of the it's not about a going, glowing waypoint I was never it? rewarded for exploring I what didn't feel like I could reward- find anything interesting that is the most bizarre what where were you exploring like what region of the map like I spent this- like twenty minutes climbing a hill that I couldn't climb and then I got killed by some guys with clubs. So that was the reward. The people on the, you could have killed the people on the club. Like the, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that, that take. I, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I love Breath of the Wild, but like that things like oh, there's there's nothing to find. There's no cool things. To, like that's the the whole game is finding weird and cool things across the entire map. I, that's bizarre, that's how I, mean. I feel about Skyrim. Well, it's just all about finding weird and cool things around the map. But that's what Breath of the Wild is as well. It's just less signposted than Skyrim. I think. I think Skyrim is too signposted. I agree with you there. <laughs> That's Pardon bizarre. Me, that. Anyway, the point is, Dennis has given up on Breath of the Wild, right? Rightly or wrongly. Wrongly. We all know. But I think you need to give yourself, you need to get out of that mentality. And I struggle with this still now of, of like, no, I bought it, so I have to get the value out of it. I don't know, man. Like, sometimes you go to a restaurant and you order your favorite dish and it comes out and it's as bad this time. Mm-hmm. And you don't chase that money. You don't chase, you just like, okay, it's just bad. I, I spent. 20 bucks on this meal and it's not what I wanted it to be so never mind playing a game for 4 hours and not enjoying it should not be a compelling reason to play the game for a further 12 hours yeah yeah like if you say it like that it is abundantly clear you should just stop playing the game so no one no one's going to give you a medal for finishing the long dark or whatever no i mean steam will give you achievements for it but <laughs> they're not like oh, that's hang on a second that's hang on all a second. achievements no the, the 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 point is here i would say make a list right check it twice figure out which games are Naughty or nice. Play the ones that you like. If you don't like a game, don't be afraid to scrap it, right? Like, don't be afraid to just be like, I'm taking this off list. I'm putting the strike through through it. I'm not going to play it, right? It's very hard to do that, but that's my advice, that one, Ginger. I'm sure there's plenty of times you bought a movie ticket and not enjoyed the movie. Exactly. 
And when you when it comes to like buying new games, maybe pull back on that a little bit, I guess. But if you if there's a game that you like the look of and you want it and you try it and it doesn't work, hey, you know. Nah, what, capitalism. Consumption is the only path to happiness. What's the saying, Dennis? Nothing ventured, nothing nothing gained. You did it. You actually correctly did it. Is that it? Yes. Nothing ventured, nothing lost. Nothing ventured, nothing lost. No. <laughs> I can't. I mean, what is what, that nothing ventured, nothing lost is a fact as well. What is it? Nothing ventured, nothing. Nothing gained. You have to risk something to win. Nothing, nothing ventured, ventured, nothing, nothing gained. If you don't venture anything, you don't gain anything. Yes. But nothing ventured, nothing lost is also true. Yes, but that's not a useful... Much better. Never play yeah. any games, that one, Ginja. Just you will, you will never podcast. play a game you don't like if you never play any games. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Never never do what Dennis did and find your personal Breath of the Wild and hate that if you never play a game in the first What's the place. most popular game you didn't like? Mm, that's a good question. Um, Mine's definitely Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Easy one for you. I'd have to think about that. What's a popular game that I didn't like? I don't know. Should we should we transition into um, Charizard Me River here? Because I've got a video game story I'd like to tell that involves a very popular game. Okay. Um, I was at my friend Ross's place. We we're big on Hitman. I've I've really really gotten into Hitman in a big way, right? And there's a great uh, thing called Hitman Roulette. So mm-hmm. when you play, have you played much Hitman? I've played some of the new one, but not the new new one. Right. Okay. So in, in in Hitman, basically, you're given this kind of sandbox playground type world, or not world, like a level. Really, this Molten. It's not quite a world. Uh, countless different ways to eliminate your your, mm-hmm. your targets. Broadly speaking, the game it gives you some ideas, right? It it nudges you, gives you a little. It's like oh, targets just that walked under the VIP passes hanging a little loosely off their belt. And the targets just walked under that uh, chandelier, huh? Oh well, terrible. It would be a great shame if blah blah blah, right? So it, it it's not very handholdy. It can be if you want it to be, but broadly speaking, they just let you go and run amok, right? But uh, Hitman Roulette, which you can Google and find. It is a very fun and very silly way to play the game. What it does, right, is it gives you a combination of weapon, outfit, um, uh, and location, and uh, style, like method, that you mm-hmm. have to kill a target. So it tells you specifically. And the game you is have built... To kill, you have to have a sniper rifle wearing a chicken suit to kill this person at the gala. See, you say sniper rifle, Dennis. Try fire axe. <laughs> <laughs> Try <laughs> kitchen knife, you know, thrown kitchen knife. You can't stab them. You have to throw it like that sort of thing, right? So the game is very much designed to push you in a certain direction. So for example, you know, in one level, there's like, you know, the 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 evil uh, army general will sit down to have dinner at one point and you can dress yourself up, up as a waiter, poison the food, serve him the poison food. He'll eat it and die, right? And the game is designed to facilitate that. Mm-hmm. But instead on this one, it's like, all right, you need to dress up as a mem- as a uh, you know, as a bizarre uh, trader who has no business being in the, where the area that the soldiers are fortifying, who's immediately going to be caught out, and you need to kill this guy with a screwdriver. So the gah, game, gah, gah. Yeah, yeah, the game gets so much harder, and it's so much harder <laughs> to like find ways to actually. Do. It's 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 brilliant, brilliant fun. Anyway, I was over at Ross's. We were playing that. We we're having a great time, Master Assassin. And uh, then I noticed that he, when I'd arrived, he'd been playing Fortnite. Right, which I've never played. As I watched him play that for a little bit, and then we got to him. Magic the Gathering expansion. Yeah, that's it. The famous Magic the Gathering um, spin-off, Fortnite. Right. So I was like, I want to have a go. Never played Fortnite before in my life. I played Fortnite, Dennis, and you won't believe this. I won. I don't believe it. I got a number one victory royale, and you know that I'm not very good at shooting games, especially not on console yeah, with a, with a controller. I couldn't believe it. I got like seven kills and one, and I'm not good at these games. 
No, I can attest to that. <laughs> so maybe I've just how missed, how I, what I don't, I don't Dennis. I don't know. Were you I was, building towers? I Were you tilting people off them? The what only happened? thing that I built was when I couldn't reach something that was on a roof. And so I built a bunch of walls And before, because I couldn't figure out how to make the tilted thing. And then I eventually made the tilted thing. Couldn't get it at the right angle. Gave up and went off somewhere you, else. You, you did it. You wiped out Tomato Town. I don't, even, I don't even know if I went to a Tomato Town. But the other players playing that game are so bad, running running in circles and like just standing in the way and like shooting into the air. I don't. Know, I mean, if that's what if that's the game experience, I'd love it because I'm terrible at shooters, and it was it was brilliant playing uh, playing that. But but yeah, I don't think I'll ever play it again. Why would I? Got nothing left to prove. Hundred yeah, percent win rate. That's it. Let's go, baby. It's pretty outrageous. Pretty outrageous. So maybe I don't know. Is it Fortnite the game that I? Uh, but it, like hating Fortnite is something you loved it. I guess I do love it, but I'm not going to, like, it did, I loved it in a way it's like, all right, I've done that. Riley. Go on. Would you play Fortnite with me sometime? Duos. Let's go. We I should just play Apex. I would just play Apex. I'd rather just play Apex. Like, I'd rather, just, I'd, I'd rather, rather than playing Baby's First Apex, I'd rather just play Apex. <laughs> wow, big call. Um, What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut since I got back. So has that got DLC or new stuff in it or what There's is it? There's DLC. There's a new island and stuff, but also they, they added like... It's the PS5 version, so it's like it looks nice and stuff. They added uh-huh. all the like haptic triggers, like you have to pull really hard on the trigger to pull the big bow back and stuff. All okay. that kind of stuff. That's cool. You should try it when you come over. I, I do want to actually play Ghost of Tsushima. Is it, it's on PlayStation 4, right? Yeah, and the director's cut's on PlayStation 4 too. Okay, maybe I'll get it actually. Yeah, yeah, because I it's don't. It's really. I think you'd like it a lot. Like it is. It is one of those. It's basically an Ubisoft game. It's not actually mm. a Ubisoft. It's a sucker punch game. But it is, and I never liked Assassin's Creed much because I got bored doing that. Okay. In Ghost of Tsushima, I did not. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a go. It sounds like fun. I find the combat much more fun and engaging than Assassin's Creed combat. So usually the director's cut has stuff that didn't make it into the like final game. I don't know why it's called that. It, it, there is a couple of extra stuff, like a couple of extra skill points and stuff like that, but it's just the DLC. Oh, it's, so it's, it's not like a director's cut where they cut where they put in the stuff that was like you know too contentious or too argued, silly or whatever. Yeah, so nothing no. like that. Oh, so you don't get to see his dick and balls. No, I'm afraid not. Okay, because I was that was that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, director's cut. Okay, we got to see the ass. In the yeah, getting, original getting one. In the onsen, yeah, yeah. Now, do we get to see the whole the whole package, as it were? Real next generation gaming, though, Riley. Yeah. On the PS5, it's got all the advanced like rumble and vibration stuff and like all that. Don't tell me you can fart, please. No. That would a bit to game of every year, ten out of ten. But when you pet a cat, the cat purrs. Yeah, that's that's like, that's was, pretty good. Yeah, but I wasn't in that space. I was in the you were in the farting. A, space. I was looking at a bare ass. You were going in a fart in a in a in a in a hot spring. Hot spring. That's what I was wanting to do. Right, there's one thing I want to talk about before we wrap up here. Oh, let's go. Which is, I have discovered a website that contains hidden information. Forbidden information. Is it abandoned information? No. Okay, thank goodness. It is a website that, having put my name in, will tell me how many hours of League of Legends I have played. Do... So, have you... Have you? I've done it. I want you to th- think about what that number might be. <laughs> Okay, I have a couple of questions for you. When when you are when you when you discovered that number when you saw that number the first time, what was the emotion that you felt? Oh God! So surprise, Dis- despair, despair. Actual, like right through surprise and all the way through to despair. Yeah. Um, Dennis, if someone, if you were to walk down the street and mm-hmm. come across like trip over a brown envelope, open it up and find that many euros inside, right? Yep. What would the trajectory of your how how much would your day change? My day would not. My, it would be a really really great week. It'd be a great week. I'd be like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. All right. A, so this is a dude. Story. On two, I, I, if I if I didn't speak to you until Friday, I would tell you about the thing that happened to me on Tuesday when I found this brown envelope. 
So, but it's not the sort of story you'd be telling like at the end of the year. No, it's an. It, it'll, it'll be a forever anecdote. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I'm I'm guessing at a minimum four figures now. Yes. Because like finding five hundred euros in a in an envelope, that's a great day. That's a great week. That's a pretty good month. But like, if you're still telling that story at the end of the year, it's kind of like where you really. I mean, yeah. If I found this amount of euros in an envelope, I think I would take it to the police. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, because like five hundred <laughs> euros in an envelope—that's gonna—that's that's that's a healthy cash injection. But like, I don't think that's a forever anecdote, is it? Maybe no, it is. No, I mean, oh god, I mean, it's not much of a story anyway, right? Oh, one time I found X euros. Cool. Yeah. So it's if with this amount of money, you would be going to the cops. Okay. Um, in hours, I'm talking here, Dennis. Let's imagine that you were kidnapped. Right. Okay. And this amount of money was, I like this triangulation strategy was demanded as a ransom for yes. your safe return. Yes. Okay. Your parents are refusing to pay it. How how do okay. you feel? I would be offended. Okay. All right. So it's not <laughs> it's not that <laughs> I think you might pay this amount for my ransom. Wow. Okay. So it's low four figures then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say 2,200 hours. 2,496. Dennis, that is a lot of hours playing League of Legends. <laughs> this website's even worse. It says, in that time, you could have read 412 books. You could have watched 1,426 movies. Hang on. Back mm-hmm. up. What? How many books? 412. That's not true. I feel like it's that's not, not true. That's, that's what it says. My it's too low. My Kobo keeps reading, like keeps track of how many books I've read and how many hours. Right, mm-hmm. I've read for more hours than that, and I've read fewer books. You've read for more than twenty five hundred hours. Uh, in the last, when did I get my Kobo? In twenty fourteen, yeah. You might be reading above average length books. That is true. I do read like weighty fantasy. Well, I say weighty. It's not like I'm not bragging here. There's just they just fantasy novels, fantasy novels. They, you know, the they're Bran- never under four hundred pages. The Brandon Sanderson's of the world. They they don't they do tend to you know they give you a very well rounded picture of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly it's Discworld though. That's pretty long too. <laughs> Actually, I have reread a lot of books, and that probably doesn't make the the tally. It doesn't up. count. Yeah. Okay, maybe it is close to that, but yeah, no. Yeah, twenty five hundred hours was more than I was hoping for. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie. Well, okay, here's something that I can solve myself with. Like the three hundred fifty hours that I played playing Apex, right? I would say maybe one at the most, perhaps one and a half hours of that I played by myself, and that was just chasing down quests or whatever. Three hundred fifty, you know, three hundred forty eight of those hours was with friends. It was a social yeah, activity. The, I mean, this was. I mean, because of COVID, league was how I socialized for so, about so, twelve months. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let's put this number in context. What percentage of that number do you think is with friends? Half, probably more than half, more than more half. Than well, half. more than yeah. half. Yeah. Okay. So like, look, look at it, look at it through that lens. And also, Dennis, do you enjoy playing League of Legends? Yeah, and I often do it while I listen to podcasts. Would you enjoy reading four hundred and fifty books? Probably a couple of them, <laughs> but this is the thing. Like this is this is the time, mentality. My- times, time waste, time time injured wasting is not time wasted. But this is the thing that my like this is the attitude my parents always had. Oh, go outside, kick a footy, read a book. I mean, I, not they didn't say that. I was always reading books and stuff as a kid. But like, reading a book isn't intrinsically better than playing a video game. I think there's a temptation. I mean, it's weird. Like, people think that when you're playing a video game, you're always playing Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty, which are I mean, those are like. Those are action or satire books, uh, games, and they don't. And, and then when, they, when you read, they always think you're reading *Grapes of Wrath* mm. or 
of Mice and Men. No, but you're not. Sometimes you're just reading, like, The Girl on the Train. Or Captain Underpants as a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you could hey, be Captain reading Underpants, Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants, great. Or playing Return of the Oberdin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would rather my child play Return of the Oberdin than read Captain Underpants every day. Sorry, mate. What age is this child that's playing Return of the Oberdin? The perfect age for all video games. We're already seven years old. You're, so your seven-year-old is looking is watching one-bit figurines get ripped in half. By crab men, yes. Okay, maybe not that. No, look, it's it's tough. Like, a lot of people look at these, you know, the total, pl- total hours played, and it's like, oh, my goodness, what a waste. It's like, well, no, it's not. If you like playing video games, more power to you, you know? Go and have a walk. You know what, you know what I prefer? Go, go out in the sunshine every now and again when you can, but, you know, balance, You know what I mate. prefer playing video games too? Go on. Scrolling through shit on my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That now that is that's something. the real that sink. that I can. Yeah. That's. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I'm just like predisposed to hate this sort of stuff. But that's the sort of that makes me go. Ugh, that's a waste. That's a waste, man. Yeah. So, do you actually feel despair at that number? A little bit. A do you little do bit. actually? I'm, I'm a little bit upset. I yeah. feel like you shouldn't, man. I hate League of Legends, and I feel like you shouldn't. I wonder what your number is. Hang on. You're right away there on there, right? Here we go. Uh, I'm going to guess like 30 or 40. It probably sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. 60. Oh, dear. That's pretty high well, for a game you didn't like. Well, okay. I'm I'm allowed to feel despair at that because I hate League of Legends. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Well, this has been Scrymere River, maybe soon to be called uh, Tutorial Mode, but probably Knowledgeable Nerds Investigate Gaming's Hot Topics. Maybe that could be... Okay, how about this? Tutorial Mode, colon knowledgeable nerds investigate gaming hot topics that works subtitle Kuma code night subtitle subtitle mm, mm, or mm. I guess if we go tutorial mode then it's Kuma code TM at checkout Kuma code TM is pretty finally the shortest we, on, on well, LR terms well then do we just make it tutorial mode one one word right Kuma code, Kuma T, code T at checkout <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good <laughs> then we finally beat bloody Voxy LVD LR I think TM is probably going to be the way to go. We, that is the best suggestion we've had so far. Yeah. Well, keep them coming in. Or if you want us to leave it as it is, let, let us know as well, because I, I wouldn't mind having a bit of ammunition in that regard. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, of course, and uh, looking forward to your company then. Thank you to Joe Kim Karad for the use of the theme song Shine. Go and listen to his music. It's very good. And it's available for free. If you make content as well, you can use his music in, uh, in your stuff as long as you uh, attribute uh, uh, it to him. And uh, he's got some... He's got, you know what my favorite thing about Joe Kim's music? There's two things I like about it. It's both Kojima fly. Karad. It's both fly. What did I say? Well, you said Joe Kim, but it's. Oh, my bad. Sorry, it's my bad. Sorry, my, 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 my Joe Kim. Uh, uh, the two things I like about his music is both fly and dope. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's, that, that, that's what you put on the back of the CD case, I think. Uh, keep those questions coming in. Bit.ly slash join Riley's Discord, the best place to do that. Uh, scroll down you'll find the smart submissions thing we do have a lot we're going to work through the backlog of them uh, we got a lot over the last do not weeks, stem so. the tide but there no no keep, keep them coming in because some of them whew, real stinkers you general gaming it. all gaming yep and it's good we've had a healthy cross section of them we had a bit of magic a bit of card game a bit of board true. game a bit of video games. gaming all sorts of stuff it's been great so thank you very much everyone who's uh, jumped on board this pivot with us um, but that's it that's all she wrote see you next week stay fresh cheese bags. 